Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCollum. All right, a very special, ridiculous episode today, because today it's going to be a super short episode with two very special people. Uh, as always, my name is Christopher McAuliffe, Master Certified Coach, and I thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Today, we're just talking about this crazy experiment that uh, that Alex, uh, is, it, is it New Earth? Is that your last name, Alex? New land, new earth. <laughs> Alex Terranova, you're a professional certified coach, right? You snowed them into giving you a, a credential of some kind? I did. I'm trying to maneuver my way into an MCC now. Nice. He's the author of Fictional Authenticity, a contributor to Redefining Masculinity. Those are books. He's also uh, the podcast host of two current podcasts and a bunch of other podcasts. The current podcasts are thedreammason.com and what's the other one? The Frequency Shifter Show. I knew it was something that happened often. What... um. What is the what is that about? Tell us the frequency shifters. What's that about? All the unseen magical things in the universe. So energy, Reiki, um, I don't know, starseed children, all the Lemurians, Atlantis. See, now you uh, sound too woo-woo. So that's I, the woo-woo it's a, it's a woo-woo show. I'm the I'm supposed to be the one with my feet firmly planted on the ground while all the guests and my co-host is floating on a yoga mat, but I okay. I kind of you know, I keep the string to the ground. Very good. And um, uh, speaking of groundedness, what is the Dream Mason about? The Dream Mason podcast? Yeah. Oh, the Dream Mason podcast is in its as like an uh, evolutionary phase. I think it's time for it to become something else because we're over to almost over 200 episodes. But it's been about people who are building dreams, creating big visions for their life and what they've overcome and what they've had to kind of get past to create those things and what's next for them. You know, I've been doing this show for like 19 years, right? I do know several that. Times, several times a month, almost every week. I mean, I've been doing it with you now for like two years. Right. And and you are telling me that after 200 episodes, you're shifting it up. So is there a yeah. lesson for me in there? I mean, you know, everything great ends. Maybe there's something there. Friends ended, Sopranos ended, The Wire ended, right? And here you are. You're still chugging along. Maybe... Game of Thrones ended. Maybe, maybe there's a hint in here for you. <laughs> Michael Jackson ended. Prince ended. That's Everything true. great ends. <laughs> Don't you talk about Prince? Um, the uh, the Simpsons are still going. If at any point you get bored talking to Alex, you can just switch over to introducing me. Holy crap! Who's that? <laughs> that would be the dulcet tones and the and the beautiful visage of uh, Brittany Cotton. Brittany, do you have any letters after your name? I do. PCCMA. What's your Other master's one? in? What? What's your master's in? Uh, Ecocriticism, environmental literature. You know, I'm for the environment. Maybe you could stop criticizing the environment. <laughs> Moving on. Nice. Uh, you are a, a professional coach in your own right. Now, how do you know uh, Alex? Um, our mothers are sisters. So your cousins, first cousin. Yeah, I don't like to say that publicly, but cats <laughs> on the tag, I guess. 
I can understand that. And, uh, and uh, uh, also fellow coaches and colleagues and like that. Now, uh, we've called you here today for a very short but special episode because Alex has this wild, cockamamie, ridiculous, crazy, very unusual, uh, extraordinary idea. Which of you wants to tell everybody about the idea? Do you, do you feel like Brittany should tell us because she's a little, got the professionalism and the I, I think, I mean, Brittany and me created it together. It, like the the sprouts of it, uh, you know, the seeds got planted in a bar in Santa Barbara a few weeks ago. So yeah, let Brittany, I've been telling it all over the place. I'd love to hear Brittany tell it. Well, when you know someone that's just so desperate, desperate and so lonely, I'm just kidding. So Alex has been, had a plan for the last two years, thanks to COVID, a friend's wedding got pushed back, but he has had this amazing trip plan for two years and thought he would be with the love of his life by the time this wedding rolled around. Uh-oh, didn't happen. So in this bar, we started talking about what he could do or create uh, that would be fun in terms of finding a mate to bring on this trip. And we came up with an idea of, hey, what if we went online and pitched to the world a two-week free trip with this guy and see what would happen? And now here we are. Now, we should be clear. This is, this is not a buddy movie. This is not a, a pal around movie. You're looking for a romantic comedy. You're looking for a romance, a romantic partner, a stranger now, who will be a romantic partner for you on a two-week trip to a beautiful destination in Mexico. Now, let me ask you the hard-hitting questions up front. All right, Alex. So, Alex Newarth, you're, uh, some might ask, and especially the, the bridal party might ask, are you in some way trying to make this wedding, this special brides and, and grooms day? I assume maybe it's brides, brides day or grooms and grooms day, but this special day for this couple or couple, uh, are you trying to take it, take the, the spotlight off of them and make it about you? Is Alex making no, this no, somebody else's wedding? No. So, okay. So let me, so I had to actually have clean up that mess yeah. when they started seeing social media posts, but the guy, the, the man and the woman who are getting married have been together for a while. I've known, I know them both. Um, I've known him actually since high school over the last two years, since they planned the wedding that got disrupted, there were three women that I was in relationships with that were supposed to go with me. Not at the same okay. time. We should point out. Yes. When that third one Thank ended, you or when that third one didn't happen, him and I used to joke when we would catch up and talk like, oh, who's on, you know, Mel Kuyper's big board to go to Tulum. And if you're listening and you don't know who Mel Kuyper is, I'm making, alluding to a NFL draft reference where they decide like, hey, who are the best college players and what teams are they going to go to? So we would be like, oh, I went on two dates with this girl. She's moving up the board. She might get the invite to Tulum. This joke has gone on now for a year and a half or so ish, or I guess a year basically. And even Brittany and other friends of mine have joked, like how many people are going to get this invite. Right. So when this showed up online, they basically were like, you're creating a reality show around our wedding. And I was like, no, there's, there's no, let's be super clear. There's no reality show. There's no cameras. And the first thing my friend said to me is there would be cameras if you could get them. That's right. <laughs> There's no cameras. No woman that gets chosen for this or participates has to be on camera. I am vlogging the whole experience. So every day I'm, I'm making a vlog about it and I'll vlog on the trip. But any woman involved does not have to be a part of that. That this is the, I'm the experiment, not the not the person who goes with me. All right. And and now how you 
are choosing this? Because clearly, given that you've already had three relationships recently, your your picker is wrong. There's something wrong with your picker, right? Yeah, I mean, I've I look, I like to I like to just say, say like, yes. Just say yes. I like to say yes. I pick wonderful people, but not wonderful people for me. Uh, Brittany, um, uh, excuse me, Alex. Excuse me. <laughs> you can finish it. I was just playing. No, go. Yeah, I mean, that's that was that was finished. Now, Brittany, you've seen this now at, from afar. You're you're sort of close as cousins and colleagues, right? So you've seen this before. Do you have relationship advice for Alex that you've given him more than one time? Yes. And what is that advice? Let other people pick who you date. <laughs> nice. And how come? Because what's the now? I, I lest anybody think that I'm being critical of my dear friend Alex. Uh, I have a PhD in red flags from when I was dating. So uh, I, I want to be clear, this is not Sermon on the Mount, it's Sermon on the Sidewalk, right? So what uh, what do you think is his number one crime when it comes to choosing poorly? Well, if you, have, women, <laughs> if you have a PhD in red flags, Alex has an event right in red flags. <laughs> nice. No, I'm just kidding. Um, There's a little eco-criticism for you, Alex. Yeah. It's ego criticism, actually, at that point. <laughs> nice. Wow. Quite <laughs> um, set and match to Brittany, just saying. The thing is, Alex is actually so great at seeing everyone's potential and their greatness that he tends to step over flags that are very clearly placed for him to see who might actually not be a great match for him. Dude, that's so 2017. In 2017, our mutual friend, Carrie, no, no, I, I was sitting with our, our mutual friends, Rodney and Carrie, and um, Carrie said, you know, the problem is I fall in love with the person, with the man's potential and not who they really are. <laughs> and Rodney said, doesn't everyone? So that's what's happening here, right? Is Alex sees the potential, sees like you get a fixer upper or you get somebody where it's like, I'm just going to overlook this obvious anger issue or alcoholism or whatever substance abuse, whatever it is. And I'm just going to speak to their greatness or something. Yeah, maybe, but I think it's also that, um, Alex loves to be loved and desired and women who maybe aren't fully meeting his conditions of satisfaction for a partner are meeting his condition of satisfaction to be needed. Ah, so glorified. So sometimes he's looking for a fan club as opposed to a partner to meet him where he is. Mm-hmm. More of a, more of a. I've seen lots of groupies over the years. Cheer, cheering section. Alex is so great. Well, Alex, aside from being torn apart by a little bit by me and, and by your uh, cousin, what's your, what's your real desire here? Is your real plan like to, to have fun? Is your real plan to find the one? Is your real plan to uh, what's driving you here? What I love about this whole wacky experiment is as coaches, I think one of our main things that we stand for is to go create things in the world, to go, right? If you want something and it's not like an obvious, how do I get it? Which often our bigger dreams are not an obvious, how do I go get it? Because why would you hire a coach if you could just Google it? Mm -hmm. Um, You got to create something. Right. So like all these things that we all love have been somebody dreamed them up and created them. And I, you know, I think the big thing here was one, 
I don't like app dating. Not, not a fan of it. I've never had trouble meeting women in real life. I'm not really, I don't really at 39 now want to be in a bar all the time trying to meet somebody. Um, and so I noticed like the ways that I've typically done dating are not fun anymore. I'm not having a good time dating where I used to have a really good time dating. And so part of this was like, what if, how do we reinvent fun and infuse fun back into my dating world, which is the thing that's actually missing. So fun and adventure is the, is what I'm super committed to for this. I just want to create fun and adventure. And if we can, if fun and adventure produces love, awesome. And if it doesn't produce love, then we get a great experience of fun and adventure and everybody wins anyway. So that's what I'm, that's, that was the first thing. The second thing that I've noticed in just the two or three weeks that this has existed is I've already gone out with people that I would not have gone out with normally. Wow. So I've gone on dates with people that I like, let's just say if we were playing the swiping model, I would not have swiped on them, not because they weren't attractive, just they wouldn't have fit my narrative of who I would normally date, right? Like we all have this story of like, this is what our boyfriend or girlfriend or partner should look like. Some of the dates I've gone on, they don't fit that personality or looks wise. And I had some, I went on some really good dates recently with people that I would have just pushed aside that I allowed into my life because they were like, I want to go to Tulum with you. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's a cool, it's a cool sort of intro, but we've already established or Brittany did that you like the, the fun beginning of a relationship. Do you have any track record of success in a long-term relationship or is this going to be a two weeks and done thing for the lucky, lucky person? I mean, okay. I sat in a room with you like six years ago, seven years ago. Don't tell anyone our secret. And you wrote on a post-it and handed it to me, marry that girl. Oh, Uh, that was a mistake, yeah. (laughs) I listened to you. Well, I didn't marry her, but I got engaged. Um, That was like a five-year, five, that was a like four and a half, five-year relationship. And that was uh, the longest relationship I've ever been in. And that was, that was a game changer for me in terms of commitment and staying in, even when things got tough. And then I would say the relationship I had after that, same thing. Like I, I was super committed and fought for it. Uh, probably even when I shouldn't have for, how many uh, years? for like two years on, like there was some on and off, but I think that's been the biggest change is I like, well, I'm like very clear. I want to be with somebody now. I don't want to be like a bachelor and single. Okay. And, it, and like, I think before I did, before I was like, do I really want to be in a relation? It was the opposite. Right. And right. now I'm clear. It's, it's not that anymore. Yeah, I think my first four engagements were because I felt I should. But then, yeah, the last one. I also want to acknowledge that I married someone that I probably would not have dated uh, successfully uh, earlier in my life. So I I acknowledge that there's a point where we're ready and a point where we're not ready. um, Let me ask you this. Now, Brittany, you've been to a few weddings, other people's weddings, right? Yeah, more or less. Good talk. Thanks. And um, what I want to, this is the best question that I've heard. And then Alex, I'm going to ask you the best question you've heard. I know, Brittany, your time is limited, so we may have to say goodbye to you. But let me ask you this. The best question I've I've seen or heard so far was from Lanal Harris, who, who said, and Brittany, I ask you this, as a young woman who's been single, you're brilliant, you're gorgeous, you're a catch for sure. Um, the question is this, isn't Alex taking some sand to the beach. In other words, isn't a beautiful destination wedding in Tulum filled with 
new people and friends of friends, a perfect place for him to meet that person rather than to take some rando that is selected for him? I'm just going to throw in, I think it's a very misogynistic comment. Is it really? You who've been calling women girls this entire time? I'm just saying, it seems like he compared women to sand and just alluded that they're (laughs) everywhere and that they're just disposable to be picked up. Well, just, I apologize I, for that. I, 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 I would hold him to a higher standard, knowing me knowing who he is. But Brittany, please answer. Well, now you're both misogynistic because the question was to me. Yet both of you were still talking. Um, actually, I have a great answer to that, and it's actually one of my favorite things about Alex is that he's so aware and responsible of the experience he wants to have because he considered not bringing someone. Like, what if I meet someone there, and there's going to be tons of people? I'll be all over Mexico and. You know, there might be someone at the wedding, but he said he knows if he doesn't go with someone, every bar he goes into, every place he is, he's going to be scanning, looking for someone and he won't actually get to be present where he is. He won't actually enjoy being with someone. He'll instead be looking for someone. And he really wanted the experience of being right where he was, not needing to look. That's a great answer. All right. So who's going to do the actual picking? Because we know we can't trust out. Right. So that is myself and four friends of Alex. A few other coaches. And then actually we're all coaches. All five of us are coaches. Wow. And is it a, is it a a confidential process or can you tell us the process? You probably don't want to because then people will, will like sort of study to the test, right? Um, I don't think that there's, we haven't really created much of a specific practice in that will applications close Friday. And then all of us will start looking through the applications and there's certain things we know to look for based on what Alex is, who he is and what he wants with this trip. And then I think each of us will probably choose a couple people to put forth and then we'll all choose the person. I think we'll all have people we make a case for. Very cool. So so it'll be a committee decision. And then Mm -hmm. Alex, you're going to go no matter what, even if they choose like somebody that's not at all to your liking. So there is going to be, and I don't know if Brittany, do you want, do you want to give Brittany an opportunity to say something before she jumps? Yeah, please do. Brittany, last words, final, final thought. Thanks. Um, well, you know, he may sound like a misogynistic prick from this episode and probably 18 other episodes somewhere in the world, but I promise you he's not. So if you're listening to this, anyone, I do believe that anyone who goes with him will be super lucky. And I trust that Alex will be super lucky because we're good pickers. Uh, Christopher, don't say anything. <laughs> Thanks, Brittany. Um, Thanks so much, Brittany. We want to say goodbye. How do people find you, Brittany, if they want to talk to you? BeRadicalCoaching.com. 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 Thank you so much for being with us. And I'm sorry that you have to leave. Thanks. Yeah. Bye, all. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 
Are you seeking to change your career to something that is both fulfilling and challenging? Do you want to help people reach their full potential and strive to achieve their dreams? Would you like to inspire those around you and help create a better world? If you're serious about a career change or just want to explore the craft of personal coaching, contact Accomplishment Coaching with locations across the country in Washington, D.C., Seattle, Chicago, New York City, and San Diego. Accomplishment Coaching is the leading institution in personal coaching. Our staff carefully monitors the entire program live during the training process and have met the strict standards of ICF International to achieve accreditation. Through a focus on quality instruction rather than endless modules of training, Accomplishment Coaching will guide you from your very first step all the way to becoming one of the finest coaches in the world. Visit AccomplishmentCoaching.com to learn more. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. Christopher McAuliffe is your source for the latest in the world of personal coaching. Whether it be speaking with such luminaries as Deepak Chopra or getting the newest techniques and innovation, The Coaching Show is always on the cutting edge of what's happening now. The Coaching Show is brought to you by Accomplishment Coaching, home of the world's finest coach training program. Here is Christopher McAuliffe, Master Certified Coach. All right, Alex. So, okay, so the, so what we have right now is, and and. I think this is a great, you know, we're, we're, we've been kind of a little bit talking about this through awareness and coaching lens. We wanted to, I know you look, you trained me in this. So now it's something that shows up in my life. And now I work with people on it. It's like, Hey, if we stop and think how to do everything, right. We end up not doing anything. We just get stuck, caught up in the house. And it's, it's more like, this is, I think when we get inspired action, it's better to take action and figure out after than worry about the hows and, and then do it. So we've played this whole thing from that place of like, act first, think later. And I think from that, from that, from inspiration, that's a great way to go because we keep opening things up. We keep moving forward. So we said yes to this. We created a website. We still let people apply and each step. We're having to figure out what the next step is. So we decided, you know, this Friday, this people, I think we'll get, we'll have a day after this comes out if they want to say, so it's Friday, the 38th, 30, August 13th is the, by the end of the day is the last day to sign up or apply. And then as Brittany said, people are going to go through the applications. Uh, our five judges are going to pick their like top, their favorites, let's say two or three, just depending on how many we have. Um, and then they're going to put forth and they're going to kind of get it down to like maybe, you know, 10 to 15 people roughly give or take, right. Just depending on, and they don't have to, right. If they're only going to pick ones that they think are good, they're not, they don't have to pick two or three. And then they're going to actually do interviews with them. They're going to basically go and vet these people and have short conversations. Then if they want to move them forward to like that next round, so there'll be a week of vetting, then they'll put them forward. And then those people will have an opportunity to vet me. So they can like go get a friend in their life, their mom, their cousin, their best friend and whoever they want. And they can talk to me. And then basically in in a pretty short amount of time, we're going to get it down to like the last three people or so, the final three. And um, when we get down somewhere between three and let's say five or six, we might do some like virtual dates. We might do some face, right? It's not a, this is not a blind date, right? We want the whole crew is the judges, me, everyone's aligned with like, what if, you know, they connect me with someone and we get on a FaceTime and we're just not jiving that we don't want to, they don't want me to go on a trip with somebody that there's no, you know, good vibes with. So we want to ensure that there's some good feelings, at least that there's some positive intentions or some uh, positive potential. And then when we get down to, I think the final three, I think the last thing we might do to honor what you went back to is we might let them get on a phone call or a zoom with the couple that's getting married. 
um, to honor that, hey, they may or may not be going to this wedding. And the one thing that my friend asked of me is, hey, if you meet someone and you really like them, of course, bring them to the wedding. But if they're just a person you're going to take a trip with, can they take the trip with you and just not come to those few hours of the wedding? And it was like, yeah, sure. You know, like that's not a, (laughs) that's a a pretty simple request. Um, So that's how the process looks right now. And it's, but it's still like evolving because we just don't know, you know, like we don't know all the steps. This is a, a hilarious and very interesting endeavor. Let me ask you, I want to let you go, but I want to ask two more quick things. The first is you've been on a few podcasts. You've talked about this on your own podcast. What's the best question you've been asked so far that we haven't talked about? Oh man, Kaylin McDuff on the Any Way You Want It podcast asked me, and I don't even know the exact question because it was so open-ended, but it was like, what do you do and how do you be with the feminine? (laughs) And I like just started sweating. I know only powerful, brilliant, amazing women listen to her podcast. And the first thing in my mind is like, you're going to mess this up. Yeah. Right. And, um, yeah, I started sweating and I was like, and I, and I almost wanted her to clarify, Hey, can you give me some like parameters, put it in a situation, but I just went, you know what, let's just go with this. And uh, I answered it the best way I could, which I'm like, I don't remember. I mean, you have to listen to see how I answered it. Um, but I got a text message from my mom the next day and she said, I listened to that podcast and that question she asked you, she knew exactly what I was talking. She goes, I was really proud of you. You did a really good job with a really challenging question. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I've had women sign up because they've listened to Kaylin's podcast. Wow. Um, and I've had a lot of women reflect. I made a comment on her podcast that was, I've come to understand only recently that I'm too much. Like I can be too much. I'm bold. I'm raw. I'm, I'm loud. I say what I think. I don't walk into a room and hide, right? Like I can be too much for people, which is, I love the idea of I've come to accept that. Wait, you want to be too much because who wants to be too little? Who wants to be too little? Who wants to be basic and un, unlike seen too much is like the greatest compliment in the world. That being said, I'm looking for a woman who's also too much, who can bring their too much and match my too much and almost like balance each other a little bit. And uh, that has been the craziest thing is so many women have reached out and been like, oh my God, I always feel like I'm too much. And I've never heard somebody say it like that. And like, I wanna be with a man who loves that idea and embraces that. Everything that's gone on, I, I keep feeling like it's going to backfire. Like people are going to like Simone Biles me and, you know, just like make me feel wrong for, for living my life the, the, in a way that feels right for me. And it's been the opposite. Like I keep waiting for people to bring that internet negativity and they're just bringing like nothing but internet positivity. That's, there's only one way to go from there. Uh, sorry for my pessimism uh, of the internet, humans on the internet. Um. So I sent you more questions. Give me one second, because I really want to... We have have time. You're good. I really wanted to follow up on that one, which is... um, I guess what I want to verify is that we're going to talk to you. So this trip is in when? october The actual trip is, I think, like October 22nd. Okay. So uh, first or second week of November, we'll have you on. And if you don't mind, we'll bring that person on that you choose or have chosen or maybe... Maybe they didn't even go. We don't know. But we're going to have yeah. all that 
I mean, I can't mm-hmm. promise, I can't promise, right? I remember this is about me, right? So if even when I'm vlogging in Tulum, right, if that person doesn't want to be on these vlogs or I'm not gonna, right, they don't have to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm totally game for that. If I would, I will definitely have that conversation. And if they're willing, I think that would be fun. Um, what are you doing to take care of the people who, who apply and are not chosen? So, you know, um, I don't, it's funny. My mom was asked me, she's like, are you going to send a nice email to everyone who applied and saying, you know, and I was like, mom, there's already over a hundred people. Um, Holy Jolie, really? Yeah. There's you? There's have, all, have they seen you? I'm kidding. There's, there's over a hundred people. Um, so it's, it's a little stressful to think about what am I gonna do, but I think, I mean, ultimately I think, uh, it's, I, I mean, I've already thanked everyone who's applied, you know, and whatnot, but I think the, that at the end, we're not going to like tell everyone, Hey, you didn't make it to the next round. Right. That would just an insane amount of energy. But I think when it's, when we do, when this is complete, I'll probably, I'm just going to write a, an email, you know, and send it to all these people and just thank them. Um, but yeah, it's again, this is another one of those things we didn't know, right? I thought when we started this, there'd be like five people that would yeah, be like, maybe. I'll go with Yeah, like I'll go with you to Tulum. And I thought they would be people who kind of like already knew me, people that were like my already in my circle that maybe like had a crush or we like have been eyeing each other. I did not anywhere in my brain think that like people I've never heard of would be showing up like I'm going to Tulum with you. And people have said that like with fierce conviction. Like I'm winning this thing. I'm going with you. I'm like, do you want to go with me or do you just want to win this? Yeah, nice. That's a really, yeah, that's a great point. Listen, I'm not here to tell you how to live, but uh, I'm just saying a nice fruit basket and a personal note goes a long way. Two hundred people who's, who's put their put themselves out there. You got you got a couple of bucks. You go ahead and spend that on these nice people who have t- gone out of their way to write you emails or. What's the application process? Is there a form or is there? So on, if you go to the dreammason.com slash the Tulum trip. um, And you can find it also on my Instagram, inspirational Alex. You also can find it links on like my Facebook. Um, So if you go to the page, there's a really short application. It's like your name, your birthday, that you're saying that you're a woman, that you're saying that you're single, that you're, you know, some, some very basic things. Uh, and then you send that back and then we send you a, a questionnaire. That's like a little more fun. Like, tell us about, you know, yourself and whatnot. And, uh, and then basically we need to get both those back and then that's what we move forward with. So each one of these people has put in an hour of their time or so, right? Maybe more, maybe Uh, more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I'm just saying a fruit basket. All right. Uh, remember, there's a free trip to Tulum here with like a fully paid resort, treehouse, flights, right? Like, do they get their own room? No, they do not get their own room. That's oh, part of it, right? Like, they have to be, you know, and and somebody look. There's no, there's there's no expectation on anything happening, right? We might just, what if they? This person could become my next business partner, best friend, for all I know. But the intention is, it is an adventure in dating, right? We're not trying to find me a friend, as our mutual friend Jeff Miller said. If this was about friendship, I just would have invited him. Right. <laughs> or me. Oh, him. Yeah. Okay. He, he, he thinks he's, he thinks it would have been him. I, you know, I told him it. I don't know. There's an application process for that too. Yeah. All right, Alex, thank you so much for being with us. I know that uh, it's a short time today and it's a, 
it's a hilarious and brilliant and delightful uh, endeavor that you're on. Are you, are you having fun? I am having fun. And I have, uh, I, there's something I want to say to people that from that are listening to this, but I'm having fun. I'm also on a roller coaster because imagine, right? Like massive bursts of attention, massive bursts of love and acknowledgement. And it, it, I don't know if I'm speaking to the right chemical in our brain, but it feels like I'm getting hit with like tons of dopamine and then it gets all taken away. And then I fall off and I'm like, why does no one love me? Uh, Right. So it's, it is this like up and down, which is why I'm vlogging it because I'm vlogging the highs and the lows and the whole experience. Cause I've said to some people like, this hasn't been like fun 24 seven and it's been a lot of work. And what if, you know, somebody was like, would you do this for me? And I was like, yeah, but you got to remember, what if no one applies? What if only five people, it could be like a really good, I didn't know that it was going to go this way. Um, the thing that I, I just want to share with people that are listening, like how this applies, because this has been the biggest takeaway of how this applies to life is if you're not having the experience you want with anything, with getting clients in your business, with getting in shape, with finding a mate, with, I don't know, like any, anything that you're up to, find invent or find a new way to have the experience that will get you the same result. So I'm all about fun and adventure. Like that's what I want my life to be. So I was like, okay, I'm not enjoying the experience of dating. Same thing. I wasn't enjoying the experience of exercise for a while. So how do I recreate the experience to give me the experience I want? And likely I could get the same result, but even if I don't get the result, at least I had a really good time every day in the process. Awesome. Well, that's a beautiful note for us to end on. I want to thank you again. That's Alex Terranova, our co-host and uh, uh, podcast host in his own right. Check him out at thedreammason.com. If you'd like more information, go to thedreammason.com forward slash the Tulum, T-U-L-U-M trip. Uh, You can also find him on the Instagram at Inspirational Alex on Facebook. He's the author of Fictional Authenticity and a Contribute to Redefining Masculinity, available wherever fine books are sold. I thank you, dear listener, for being with us. This is The Coaching Show. I'm Christopher McAuliffe, uh, bringing you people out on the cutting edge of coaching, people who are interesting or just plain people you need to know about each and every week right here in Accomplishment Media or wherever you get your podcast. I thank you, dear listener, for being with us, and we will talk to you next week. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening to The Coaching Show. We will talk to you next week.